Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Rue Piper in the Department of Child, Youth, and Family Studies at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Today I'd like to talk with you a little bit about setting up responsive routines and using environments to help children be, in your care be successful. We all know that young children can have challenging behaviors. So the first thing that I think that we should consider is looking at the environment to make sure that there's nothing in the environment that actually might be encouraging children to misbehave in some way or another. For example, we all know that large open spaces really entice young children to run around and maybe to wander from one activity to another. So think about the traffic patterns in your environment. Have you set up the environment to help ensure that children will be engaged? For example, how we present materials and how they're organized might actually encourage children to come over, see what's there, and decide how they might use them, those materials to carry out an activity. If things are disorganized, if things are just kind of piled on a shelf haphazardly, children don't know what's available and they don't um, easily think of ways that they might use those materials. So make sure that you've set up your environment in ways that will help children understand what is available and how they can use their time. I would also encourage you to never assume that children know how to use specific materials or know how to best um, you know, utilize the toys that you have available for them. You may actually need to teach children how to use materials. In fact, I've seen some wonderful small group times with young toddlers that were just basically, how do you put the cap back on markers? So the teacher came in and sold how wonderful it was to have these fresh new markers. Got the children very quiet and used a very quiet voice to say, listen to this. When I put the cap on, I snap it. And then I know for sure that it's closed and that marker's gonna last a long, long time. The children were absolutely enthralled with the activity. And the plus was they now knew how to put the caps back on and were motivated to do so. So always make sure that you take the time to teach children how to use those materials. I'd also suggest that you have duplicates of highly popular or attractive items. We know that one of the best ways to get children to fight is to introduce one attractive item, something new that catches everyone's interest, and then expect them to fight over that. So if possible, have duplicates of attractive things or possibly introduce a couple of new items at the same time. That way children can learn to share, but also learn to negotiate how they can use the items without having to wait too long in between. I would also ask that you look at your environments to make sure that they're accessible to all children. For example, if you have some children with mobility issues, maybe someone who uses a walker or someone in a wheelchair, then we're gonna need larger aisles, bigger spaces for them to be able to move about in. So also make sure that things are accessible to kids. This also can promote a lot of independence for children because we all know that kids like to help themselves. Well, once we've taken a look at the environment, I'm also going to encourage you to carefully examine your schedule and your routines. So a couple of things that you can do. One is have a set schedule so that children know what to expect each and every day. And the schedule actually begins from the moment that children arrive and continues until the time they go home. So think about each portion of the day. How are children greeted? Do they know what it is that they're supposed to do when they very first get there? How do we transition from one activity to the next? So for example, how do we move from playing with toys to cleaning up to washing our hands and going to lunch? Think about the transitions that you have in the day. Um, transitions can be very hard for children. This is actually a time when, when we can lose children, um, both literally and figuratively. Um, so think about how many transitions you have and reduce the, reduce the number if at all possible. 
have a visual schedule so that children can actually read the schedule. So have photos, for example, of them arriving, of them playing with toys, of them sitting um, at the lunch table, of them going outdoors. That way they can actually see what's coming next. Over time, children will learn the schedule and that is actually a big source of comfort for them. Now, if you have to change the schedule, so for example, maybe we usually go outdoors after lunch, but today there's thunderstorms and we just can't go outside. You could remove that photo from the schedule and then cue the children actually right away in the morning to say, hey, there's a change on our schedule today. You know that it's raining outside and we're not gonna be able to go out today. So after lunch, we're going to read books instead or whatever it is that you've substituted for going outside. This helps children know that there's something different. It can actually lead to some meltdowns if children are expecting to go outdoors and all of a sudden you spring it on them that there's a change today. So using that schedule as a teaching tool can be very, very helpful. We also want to make sure that when we are transitioning from one activity to another, that we have the materials and the area for the next activity ready to go before children arrive in that area. So one hint that I often give is to always send children to the next activity instead of away from the current activity. So for example, maybe you've been holding group time and you've just finished reading the story and now the children are going to go to uh, a table to play with Play-Doh. Instead of sending them away from group time, have everything ready and set up for the Play-Doh activity and send them to that activity. Children are much more successful when they're heading to something that is interesting to them than heading away from something. So by thinking through your environments and thinking through your routines, you're actually setting children up to be successful. And it makes their day so much better, and it makes your day so much better when they know what to expect. Thanks.